Hello, and welcome to the IMG podcast, where we are dedicated to empowering international medical graduates across the globe through deep diving conversations, inspirational stories, analysis of match trends, and well beyond. Our mission is to help you learn what it takes to succeed and to thrive as an international medical graduate by providing you with comprehensive residency program research, educational resources, and an inspired community. We help IMGs accomplish their dreams of matching into medical residency in the USA. So sit back, relax, and tune in. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. It is your favorite IMG podcast host, Tiffany. I am here to bring you yet another insightful episode. And I want my IMG podcast audience to know, especially those of you who are doing rank order listing. I know you're tired of me saying the word. I do not care. But don't fret. I'm actually giving you a break this week. And this episode is going to be dedicated to my IMG my IMGs, but not yet. So you're still in medical schools. This is for all my medical students right now that are going to international medical schools. And I have a special match a resident ambassador with me today. Her name is Zane Pater. Did I say it right, Zane? Yeah, it's Zane Pater. Yeah. Zane Pater. Okay. So I want to make sure I say your name right. So Zane is going to be joining me today. And we're just going to talk about, you know, life and all things life when it comes to medical school. So Zane, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I am great. I am great. Thank you awesome. so much for, yeah. for coming on to um, the show today. And so I just want to start off by saying, how have you been? And let my IMG podcast audience know where you are in your medical school journey. Okay. Hello. Um, my name is Zane Khater. I'm from Palestine born and raised in Palestine, but currently in Chicago doing my clinical rotations as a fourth year medical student in a Caribbean medical school. Perfect. Perfect. So can I ask you, how was Chicago? How was that, that climate change? Is it okay for you? Oh, Chicago is so nice. Everything is awesome. But yeah, we have like, um, weather issues. <laughs> dealing <can> like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's awesome in general. Yeah. Okay, and only because I believe in the power of entertaining, tell us one fun fact about you that the average person would not know. Oh, fun fact. <laughs> well, let me think. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I can say I have phobia of cats. You you have a phobia of cats. So what would my my new new? My new new. Well, he's not here anymore, but I had a cat for 16 years. You have a phobia oh. of him? Really? No, I can't see cats. I have real fear of them. Well, you know, to be fair, and this is for all the cat lovers out there, you know I'm telling the truth, cats can be very mean. <laughs> so that is uh, not Yeah, but you know, the good thing is here in Chicago, I, I didn't see any cats in the, in the streets. That's a good thing. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so you have a phobia of cats. I'm going to look that up and I'm going to figure out what the name of that is and I'm going to drop that for everybody. Um uh -oh. Okay, so let's just jump into it. I know you're in medical school. You're going to a medical school in the Caribbean. You're from Palestine. So what would you say has been the biggest challenge of joining a non-U.S.-based medical school? Could it be geographical location, culture, workload? Tell me about the biggest challenge you, you faced when you joined, uh, you know, international medical school. Um, You know, like international medical schools, um, it's 
a little different from U.S. you know system and curriculum. But for my point of view, as an IMG medical student, I felt like joining med school is good uh, because, like you know, Caribbean schools open doors for clinical rotation opportunities in the United States. Mm-hmm. That was like. Um, the good thing when I applied. So like you will have the chance to do like both your core and elective rotations in the US. Mm -hmm. Um, On the other hand, also you can like save years by like graduating in five or six years other than eight or more in the US system. Mm -hmm. Also that, yeah, also it's a good point. Then you can just like direct apply to the residency. Right, right. So uh, with that, on the same on the same token, so what has been your biggest reward so far in medical school? What what have you found to be like, you know what, it's all worth it? Um, yeah, as I said before, clinical rotations in, in the United States, it's a big opportunity to me. Um, graduating in five years, like um, getting the board exams, the U.S. board exams, like by graduating is a big reward. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't imagine. So let's just jump into this next question. So, you know, everyone's medical school journey is different. I'm sure you have your own journey that you that got you to where you are today. But I think we all can agree that, you know, it's not without struggle, no matter who you are and your circumstance. So what struggles did you endure during your first or early years of medical school? And how did you handle that emotionally and if that affected you academically? Um, well, yeah, of course, as any other life journey, medical school journeys have challenges and struggles. But I think the point is how we deal with these struggles, which is the outcome we live with. And, you know, like, um, without struggle, like, success has no value. So we should struggle um, to succeed, yeah. Right. So IMG podcast audience, there was a gem in there. The gem was... Without struggle, there is no success, right? Yeah, and right. I truly believe that because you know, if you if you have to if you don't work hard to get something, it doesn't like you said bring you as much value, right? If you just yeah. hand something, you know, you just think, oh, I just handed that. But if you know you blood, sweat, and tears with it, exactly, we know exactly how that right, is. Right, right. It's worth it, and <laughs> yeah, thank you. Of course, of course. So I know you're currently in rotations in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, I can imagine the stark difference that is from being in the actual classroom. So what has your experience been so far? And are you finding it with each rotation difficult in adapting and adjusting? Or just tell me your experience about your rotations and what that's been like for you. Um, Actually, like there's a huge difference between taking classes and doing rotations. But like we can definitely adapt and manage. It's manageable. But for me, it's a little different because, like, I moved to the United States and right after I started my, like, my rotations. So, like, new life, new adventures, new experience. But mm-hmm. I enjoyed the journey. It's, like, manageable, like anything. Right. So, yeah. So, moving to clinical rotations is interesting. Like, you can see real cases. We were learning from textbooks. You can practice real medicine. And that's so exciting, like, to med students. Um, yeah, that's it. So, like, it's interesting. You learn new things, practice medicine. 
Are you, are you, so let me ask you this then. So I know you're doing rotations now and you don't have to say it if it's, you know, if you don't want to, but so have you decided on your specialty yet or is this still, still something you're trying to figure out? Um, we can say I'm interested in surgery, but I didn't do surgery rotation yet. Okay. Well, you listen, if you know what you want, you know what you want and you can always change your mind yeah. as well. So that, yeah. that was going to be my, my next question. If you could give advice to say, you know, a first year, second year, uh, third year right now, what would you, what advice would you give in saying, you know, if you don't have your specialty yet, or you, you haven't figured it out yet, what advice would you give in terms of how they go about approaching what specialty they're going to eventually decide upon when they're looking for residency? So first, like we can say for students, nothing to worry about, like um, moving to rotations. It's, interesting thing you just maybe need to refresh your energy to start a new adventure and experience um but like for sure while doing rotations like you'll go through all fields of medicine and then you can definitely decide which specialty you're interested in right, right like for right. this in the future yeah you don't have to like be interested like um for doing rotations maybe some students don't know which speciality they're interested in but definitely when they are going through all the fields of medicine they yeah they will definitely decide so exactly so let's see how many more rotations do you have right now like where are you at in that in that cycle of so basically i did my internal medicine clinical rotation and now i'm doing family medicine Family medicine. Okay, great, great. And so you'll be in Chicago. Do you know where you're going next? So how does that work too? And this is for someone like me who is, you know, I'm not in medical school. I'm not going to residency. So how do you know where and when your next rotation is going to be? Do you decide that? Do you get, is it an elective situation? How does that work? Um, Actually, we're like um, choosing which rotation next by school, like uh, by options. We see options. Um, but I think I will do all mine in Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. maybe I will do the next one will be OB, OBGYN. Oh, that'll be interesting for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, let's talk about you know, your experience and you know, if you could just get say say if you were talking to your first year self. Mm-hmm. What what is something that you would tell your first year self that you know, you really had to learn as you evolved as a medical doctor and as you know an individual what what would you tell your younger self um you mean like basic science experience years no just kind of like any advice you would give say someone who is their first year of medical school they're going to go into their second year or someone who is applying to medical school at you know international medical school and they just want that one piece of advice that you know I wish somebody would have told me this when I joined okay um I can say like it's a worth experience um you should like um like definitely manage your time so you can do your social and life activities and the same time studying uh Mm -hmm. learning new things so it's uh a good point it's a good experience like uh to get through Mm -hmm. yeah and if you can like if you like what you do then you can do anything right like right so did so what are your what are your study tips? How do you find that that balance to be able to study? Because I think a lot of times time management is a a major issue not just for medical students but for for any student as well. So how did you manage 
your time in terms of your academic study? Did you join like a study group? Did you teach? Are you doing any tutoring or teaching? Like, what has that been like for you? Okay, time management is a big thing to deal with. <laughs> yeah, especially in medical school. Um, like, you know, in um, in basic science, we had like that time of during COVID, which was online. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's like an issue to deal with and a good thing in the other aspect. Like you have time to study um even when you are at home like all the day so you have time to study mm-hmm. um but for me for my experience uh it was like the time difference between where i was which is palestine and my med school country um which is like um 9 hours difference so oh, wow. imagine yeah so imagine like waking up 2 in the morning have a test or do a presentation yeah that was oh, a real wow. issue to deal with <laughs> Wow. Okay. Okay. So let me ask. So this is a good, a good point. So now that, you know, the pandemic is, I would say for the most part, we're on the other side of the pandemic. Um, How has that been for you in terms of being more in person, getting more of that hands-on experience? Um, And and what do you think the, the future for that is going to be? Has anything changed for you that did not revert back to before the pandemic? Um, well, like for sure, uh, taking uh, classes in person or in campus, it's different than online. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you will be more dedicated, like in person. Um, yeah, but like we we managed like um, taking classes and then study. Right. So, Zane, let's talk about what advice you can give to help our medical students out there, our international medical students out there, not lose momentum, and how can we help them prevent that burnout? Um, Well, like, we all have these times. We just need to relax and don't think of anything, especially studying. But at the same time, we should, like, keep and protect our passion to medicine. So, like, um, for me, we can, like, uh, I ask myself why I started, uh, where I will be in a couple of years, maybe, like, watching some motivational videos, taking a day or two off just to relax, refresh, recharge, and then the journey will be worth in the end. So, we can manage, and, of course, we we don't have to, and we should keep and protect our passion to medicine. So it's okay to be to be down sometimes. Um, it's normal, but at the same time, we don't have to like. It should be like maybe one, two days as maximum, and then yeah, we should go back to our life again. Do you do you find that you have like a good support system, whether that be you know fellow medical students, your mentors, 
family and peers? How, how does your support system help you, you know, not lose that uh, momentum as well? Yeah, of course, having support is uh, a very important thing, especially from, yeah, your uh, colleagues, family, family, like support is so good, uh, friends, and then you can like go out from your um, down energy. Yeah, by support. Yeah, sure. Okay, here's my here's my last question. I think you're going to get it though. If you can only use one word to describe your medical school experience thus far, what would it be and why? Oh, um, everyone's experience can be vastly like different. Mm-hmm. But if I want to narrow down my entire experience, maybe it will be a worth adventure. Okay. Yeah, like I see that entering med school is an adventure. Like long years of studying, working, to be updated every day. But like, you know, when you uh, like what you do, then it will be an exciting adventure. I absolutely love that. I think life is an adventure. And I think if you approach life and especially medical school that way, like you said, every day is going to be something new. So that is absolutely amazing. Thank you for that. Up too much of your time. I really just wanted to have a very brief conversation with you, someone who's in the thick of medical school right now. You're doing clinical rotations in Chicago, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, so unless you have any last words, I, I have one last word though, Zane. Your phobia of cats is called <laughs> ilurophobia. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So for any of you out there who have that phobia, I am I am so sorry for you. For you cat lovers out there, it's understandable because we know our cats can be mean sometimes. But again, Zane, thank you. You are always welcome to the IMG podcast. Um, I'll let everyone know when it's going to be dropping. Make sure you, one, share, share, share this. Okay? We want to make yeah, sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Zane has good information out here that she wants to give you all. So until next time, thank you again, Zane. And I will talk to you guys next time. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. This concludes our IMG podcast episode. Thank you for listening. Make sure to follow and subscribe so you don't miss any new releases. Learn more about our services on www.matcharesonant.com and follow us on social media at Matcharesonant on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Until next time, try to get some sleep between rounds. <laughs>